1: You are listening to Information information Man Podcast. Podcast. Information Information is power. power. Tell Tell the the truth. truth. Well, Information Man Speaks Podcast Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Castbox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker.
2: Okay, everybody, this is The Information Man. Uh, Welcome. To the program, we're actually uh, live right now. Um, I have someone in the uh, chat room by the name of Joseph Erickson saying you're welcome. You're welcome. Weekend going. I'm doing good. Just relaxing. I don't know if you are a troll, but if you are a troll, I'm going to get you out of there. Just let you know. Uh, Everybody, (laughs) we're podcasting right now. This will be hitting all my uh particular platforms we got uh SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio Podcast, Castbox, uh what what else am I on here? I'm on I'm so many different things. Uh oh, Anchor, Spotify, all the good platforms that are out there. This is being broadcast. Now, those of you that are listening to this out there in the podcast world are as I always call it Um, I'm also broadcasting this live on YouTube. So you're going to hear things like I'm talking to people in the chat room. Uh, I'm saying, uh, I'm talking about, I'm talking, I'm saying if you're a troll, because we do get trolls on YouTube, we do get trolls that come into the chat room and, uh, can cause problems. Um, and just so you know, I am broadcasting live on Spreaker. Now, what I have is a brother, uh, by the name of Charlie, I've worked with this brother, and um we're going to get into uh, a variety of issues as you see is the theme of the show is truth what's going on today um this brother is an activist in the Sacramento California area and I'm going to talk to him about a variety of different things let me uh, unloosen my uh avatar there and the avatar for those of you out there uh, listening in uh podcast land um when you, when you YouTube, you have avatars that you put up, various different things that of that nature. So um, I'm going to bring this brother on in a moment. We're going to have a great conversation. It's a late-night conversation, but nothing wrong with that. Let's see. Understand, but like I said, I'm not a troll. Okay, well, welcome here. Welcome here. Everything is fine. Welcome here. Uh, if you're not a troll, that's great. I'm glad to have you here. I uh, hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, some of my regular people will be coming in. We got my man Greg Harrison, who I saw in the chat room uh, just on Friday night when I was talking about the issue of ADOS. So glad to have you back here. Hey, brother, I had a chance to look through my chat after that video that I did about ADOS uh, having no division, uh, having, meaning we shouldn't have division within this movement. And I talked about the reparation plan of $125,000 annually. And I read your comment. I know you said that that amount of money would be peanuts. And I totally agree with you. That amount of money is peanuts. But what I was breaking down to you was an estimate. It was basically an estimate of what they could pay us to basically show how the United States would have the money because they spend more money in the military budget uh, on foreign aid. Obama spent a hell of a lot of money, as I read to you, on foreign aid. That was more than the uh, numbers were just uh, alone when you talk about how much this country could spend on reparations to make uh, black people to give us what we are due, to give us what we are rightfully due, due to the fact that our ancestors worked this land and built this country. So I had a chance to look at that, brother, and I saw your comment. I agree with you. That number was peanuts, but, but, it, but the point that it was making is that this country does have the money, and they could even give more than the, than the stats that I quoted. So with that said, um, let me bring my man uh, Charlie into the show, see how he's doing tonight. Let me give him a big clap. all right all right you know information is always power information is power and my man charlie's on and once again we are live we're we're podcasting live on spreaker all the other platforms i'll be porting this show over to those platforms brother charlie are you there
3: Uh, i'm here i'm here
2: all right I'm, i'm glad that you could be on the information man show tonight i really appreciate you being here brother um I wanted to get you on I think earlier in the week cuz I've got some time off from work so I've got time to do a lot of this sort of this sort of content on my channel. Uh I've said many times before that I wanted to bring you in as a fixture. I think I I've got some better equipment now. I'm actually, you know, growing growing uh with what I'm doing so be able to definitely bring you in a lot more and just so you know uh brother Charlie uh, this is going to be ported over to some of the some of the podcasting platforms that I told you so I'm going to give you a send you a copy of the audio to this and I think the audio to me the audio on the podcast is better than even the YouTube video because the audio really comes out radio style so brother um I'm glad you with me you said we talked a little bit before we uh got came on here you said you had some time I was laying on the couch lounging little lazy, little tired, but uh hell, I I <laughs> I don't go back to the job until December 4th. So I've got plenty of time to chill. Um and everything like that. Um <laughs> I've got nothing to do tomorrow either. So with that said, brother, let's get into this, brother. Now there's a lot of topics that I want to touch on. Uh you know, we got the situation with Donald Trump, you know, that guy in the White House as uh let me see, as my man um um spike lee always says in the white house
4: i'm not even gonna say his f-
2: name that guy in the white house <laughs> did you hear that charlie <laughs> yeah, yeah um that guy in the white house you don't want to say his name we're gonna talk let's talk about we're gonna talk about him the impeachment situation of uh, the 2020 election that'll be coming up soon what do you think black people should do should we go democrat should we go uh republican or should we go none of the above Uh, I want to get your opinion about the ADOS, good or bad otherwise. Um, I want to see, you know, any of the things that are going on on the grassroots level. I know you are involved in activism on the the street level. Um, You're about the people, about what's right. Uh, you see a lot of the things that have been going on lately in terms of police brutality, how police are treating black people. Let's see. You can't eat ice cream in your house by being black. You can't barbecue by being black. Can't drive a car by being black. Can't walk down the street by being black. Can't do nothing by being black. Can't do anything. You can't even go to your job by being black. You can't even shop by being black. There were two brothers that were shopping at a Nordstrom rack and they got harassed by a police officer who consequently got fired because he was uh, mistreating them and that was caught on video. Uh, you can't do anything in, in this society right now when you are uh, of African-American uh, descent, uh, black, more, whatever we want to call ourselves this day. But Charlie, whatever you want to touch on, brother, the floor is yours. Let's go back and forth. What's on your mind? What topic do you want to touch on right first right now?
3: Well, uh, I guess... Uh to me, the, the, the police brutality thing and the harassment and everything, uh, you know, so from the law enforcement and everything, um, you're speaking from the standpoint of, um, you know, African-Americans, but it, it's, it's called white supremacy. And uh, it's not just African-Americans being uh, murdered, unarmed uh, African-Americans. It's just a harassment going on. But we also see uh, immigrants and people who are refugees running for their lives based on some domestic stuff that the, uh, America started to begin with right. regime changes and putting uh, dictators in and run these people out of there, and, uh, you know, what I'm saying Nar- narco gangs and stuff like that. So they created a the condition that then when the people run for asylum, then they, they dehumanize them because uh, they're brown skin and some of them are black. And, uh, and so they threw them in cages. So that's another part of white supremacy. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, with, with the Donald Trump thing coming in, we already had the Tea Party. Remember them? That's just basically a, a continuation of the Tea Party. Them, uh, seeing people of color rise to the ranks, such as president, or just be around. Right. Period. Right. Mm-hmm. And their numbers going down at the same time. And, uh, you know, the drug epidemic and everything, you know, the, the, uh, and stuff out everything. So they're not, they weren't doing too well. So their whole thing is they worried about being outnumbered. That's what white supremacy is, which is basically a mental illness, because regardless of what color we are, we're human beings. And we're created by God to be here and to coexist. But if you look at things through this race, which is fake anyway, then, yeah, it is bad for them. And so that's a byproduct of it. Uh, but, uh, and, and we see it manifest itself all the way around, even Asian people profile. So it's, it's a, a real backbite of white supremacy that comes from uh, low self-esteem, number one, uh, and everything. And so uh, that, that's part of it. And as far as the thing you were talking about, uh, I mean, we can expand that and talk to it further. But what I'm saying is that's, uh comes from institutions, you know. And unfortunately, you have institutions that are man-made. and. Uh, since they're man-made, uh, man is always, uh, it's always, man always has biases, okay? And he's going to uh, create something that benefits him over somebody
2: else. Right. Well, uh, so Charlie, when you, when you talk about the race issue, we have we do realize that uh, historically uh, the whole thing about race in terms of color, these are social constructs. When you go back yep. in ancient times, uh, let's say you go, we go back to the continent of uh, what we call Africa. Right. We know right. these a lot of these names have been changed over years. Um, uh, but we know that in, in in the continent of in the continent of Africa, people don't didn't right. go around saying I'm black. They they identified who they were by a tribe or a place or, of origins, right? So right. all these constructs, these social constructs that we have today where I'm white, you're I I I'm black, he's white, all this stuff is social constructs to put everybody in these boxes to sort right. of label you over here, label you over there. And I think um, right. I think uh, in America as a country has had a long history of putting people in these sort of labels. But if you go yeah. back ancient times, that's not how what we call black people today identified themselves uh, in yesteryears in history and so these so we so we got to be aware of these social constructs and how they uh, manipulate us they play on us um, and I know uh, today black people we like to use the term black first um, I'm you know black I'm more uh, I'm I Aborigine. we like these concepts because um, I, I got to be honest black people in general we like symbolism we like things that make us feel good so we'll come up with phrases um that make us feel good um but and then we got the ADO the ADOS movement which I'm a person who I'm down with that but I also realize that we it's got to be more than just the phrase that you see on that's coming up on the screen here um it's got to be more than that it's got to be your actions if we're talking about getting reparations then it's got to be more than just the symbolism of ADOS as a t-shirt not that that's what it is but
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and
2: conditions. 18 plus. But, you know, people get caught up in them symbolisms. And so, you know, people are going to run out. They're going to buy ADOS T-shirts and hats. And and I'm going to tell you right. I don't have any of that type of paraphernalia because that's not really what it's about. Your actions. I don't need to wear something to show that that was, that's what I believe in. It's gotta be my, by my actions. And you know, this being an activist on the streets of Sacramento, California, that it's about activism. It's about being out there on the streets. You got a lot of people, uh, who get on social platforms like this and they talk, but they don't really do anything out there tangibly. And what I have is a brother on here, folks, that y'all listening to everybody out there, who's listening to this program live on Spreaker, um, and everybody listening to this live right now on YouTube. I got a brother on here who just doesn't talk about it, but he's out there doing uh, doing things. Uh, can you let everybody know that's listening, that may come in and listen to this or may hear this on the repeat, what are some of the things that you've been involved with in terms of activism, uh, Brother Charlie?
3: Uh, well, you know, uh, I've kind of been uh, pretty much active in, in uh Organizations such as like, like they have now, like I, I would say the Black Lives Matter group, but also, uh, you know, anything from the Latino brothers and sisters, like the, you know, the Brown Berets or anything, anything uh this uh, decolonizing. In other words, taking away the Spanish uh, conquistador, Catholicism, okay, symbol and going back into indigenous, uh, which is the, uh, the beginnings. And so, that's kind of where we're at right now, because uh, that's the main thing, is that uh, we have to uh, give back our identity. Uh, and what I mean by that is, I mean all colonized people. Uh, whether they. And, and, and another thing, whether that I was going to talk about, I was going to wait a, a little later on that. Okay. But when you brought up the, the aspect of reparations mm-hmm. now. We have to think deeper into what we want that to be. We're talking monetary. Monetary could be cool. They, they own that to a certain extent. But what we have to do also is we have to get deeper into who we really are. Because right now, uh, no offense to anybody, but the, the whole Alex Haley um, getting kidnapped from uh, West Africa, which had happened. I mean, I'm not downgrading the, the transatlantic slave trade. It, it definitely was a transatlantic slave trade. There's no question about it. Right. But we kind of been, been a boozled on that, and we stuck on that 400-year thing, okay? Uh, the Smithsonian Institute uh, knows itself. Uh, anthropologists have went out there and recovered bones that come to find out are what you would call like uh, aboriginal or at least um, of African descent. And they were actually the oldest bones and fossils found in the Americas, which means they were the original One's already over here, so uh, we have been separated. Uh, I'm not not saying when I say we, some of us, some of us did come directly. A lot of our ancestors were caught up in that transatlantic, but some of them uh, were actually out there doing the the seafaring thing. They learned a way to to sail, and uh, sometimes you had land that wasn't water there at that time. And so, Africa's always been full of people but there's always been migrations and all the migrations didn't start when somebody put them in chains and that that's the BS that they keep giving us. And I don't care if you go to uh, the Dominican Republic or you go to places like Honduras uh, and, and places like that, they, they are indigenous people, Garifuna, but sometimes they've been uh, brainwashed in the sand. They've been brought there, but their ancestors actually sailed there themselves and they weren't slaves. Uh, also, uh they've us when we read history they always uh, put that word the free blacks right free blacks right and they put it in our head free means they had papers right you look at the slave not not disrespecting but you look at the slave thing the free means some kind of way that they had papers or they were slaves and their master gave them a freedom right and, and so every time you hear free blacks you're thinking well how did they get free did they did they escape uh from the plantation we got the maroons okay, and stuff of that nature. Uh, and we, we, br- we were brought up on those things. I'm not saying that it didn't happen, but there's also some situations where you had people that were just indigenous, that right. there never was slaves, right? And so yeah. when we bring that aspect in there, we're not talking about no 400 years anymore. We're talking about, to be honest with you, we probably should be talking about some treaties or something, okay, and stuff of that nature. It's way deeper than just saying uh, reparations. We, bi- we definitely built the country. But to be honest with you, if we go back, it might even be ours anyway. Okay? Right. And so that that's another issue. But see, you know, people are not there yet, but you know, we, we need to do some reading. We have to understand who we are. Don't let anybody stick you in that little box. Oh, you know, we uh, you're brought over here. You, you know, get, well we did we were brought against our will. The us came over here, it was already over here, okay? And 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 some of us are uh even related to, to the Polynesians. They, they are family too. They was always going places, right? And so that's another aspect that we don't study and get into. And uh, I think when you start talking about that, once you go past there and say, you know, that 400 year thing is cool, but let's go past 400 years. Right. Okay. Uh, We got the old uh, uh, civilizations on us. We have the the, the fossils and all these other things that tell us how long we actually been here. Tell the truth. Whether it be South America, North America, central, all that. Okay. And so, that has to be embraced It's just our knowledge. And and once you get the knowledge, you know, uh, like I said, you, you you use the word, you said aboriginal. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, the difference between aboriginal and saying you're black or something like that is that if you look in a dictionary, the more to say that too. But I'm not taking that from you, but I'm just saying that's one part of this completely true. Right. If you look in the dictionary, you'll see that black is an adjective, okay? An adjective is uh, is a description of something, Okay. So it's not a noun, right? But the word "aboriginal" is actually a, a noun because what it's saying is "original person."
2: Original You've been person.
3: Two, 200,000 200, years. Okay. Now, once you once that goes in your brain, you think, "Wait a minute! I've been around two hundred seven thousand years, and th- th- these kids of mine, are grandkids, or great grandkids, are telling me what to do. They're judging me, mm. and now as they judge me, I'm listening to them because I'm trying to." do what they tell me to do, but I'm here 200,000 years, 200,000 years old, right? And so I think that has a lot to do with the mentality. You know, once you grab onto that mentality of how long and long you've been here, okay, and and the the civilization and also the hunting and gathering societies. And I think what happened to us, and I noticed, I'm not saying I can't be the only one, but I know when I was going to public school, uh, anytime there was any kind of film, about any kind of indigenous tribes and stuff in Africa, I was ashamed, man, because, uh, uh, or read about it, and because there was all these colonizers, somebody from France well, talking about well, it, well,
2: well, judging our well, culture. Well, Charlie, let, about me, it, right? let, let me say something, Charlie. I, I totally agree with where you're coming from. Um, yeah. Remember, um, see, me and you, we old enough. We got age on us. We're old enough, and some of the folks in the chat room, we got some good folks in there. Sonia C., Sonia C., sister, I know you told me earlier today that you're looking at a bad situation. Uh, There's a sister in there, uh, Brother Charlie, not to get too far off topic, that uh, I think she lives in Arizona. She did a jaywalking. You know, a lot of us have jaywalked before, and apparently uh, a police officer ran up on her, mistreated her, put some police brutality on her, and now she's looking at uh, going to jail because she told me earlier today when I was on another channel that uh, the police officer turned it around and said that she was uh, resisting arrest. And we know that the Arizona police, from what I understand, and we're going to talk more about the policing situation in this country that comes out of slave patrols um yeah. you know she uh he 's chumping up they chump he's the police in arizona are very co- are corrupt or they they mistreat people yeah. we, saw they yeah, the, anyway. we saw what they did to we saw what they did to the family with the children and all of those sort of things so oh, she's yeah. in the, she's yeah,
3: okay, yeah.
2: she 's in the chat room right now, so i want to say peace to sonia sees we got Greg Harris in there we got topaz presents as uh we got neo nubian sister nubian that's in there uh c r u just came in peace to him. And everybody else who may come in the chat room that I'm have missed. Fly Seas, thank you for being here, Soldier. Uh M, I think H Mate985. If I'm not saying names. Oh, we got uh BB Scratcher, Silk Scratcher. Thank you for being here, sister. Good to see you. Been a minute since I've seen you, but I'm glad to have you here. And uh we got uh we got Asia Manic pieces in the house. Um We got some good people. I'm kind of bad with names, everybody, so uh, definitely bear with us tonight. And once again, you're listening to the Information Man Show and Information Man Podcast. This is being broadcast live tonight on YouTube, and we're on Spreaker Live. You can hear the radio version of this live right now on Spreaker.com. Uh, And you just find me as Information Man Speaks on their podcast. And this is going to be ported over to Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and um, what's the other one? iHeartRadio Podcasts and um, just other platforms that I'm on that I can't (laughs) have so many things I'm trying to do here. Uh, But, Charlie, this is where this comes from, Charlie. Me and you are old enough to remember this. Uh, Back in the day when you had the Tarzan show on Saturday morning, right? Yeah. And and, and yeah. I remember when I was a kid. I'm going to bring you back here. Uh, they had things like African booty scratcher. If you called someone oh, yeah. African, they wanted to fight you. And we got a lot mm-hmm. of our our we got a lot of our negative thoughts about the continent of Africa by the portrayal of Tarzan because they made African people in those movies look savage, out of control. Just in the same way they made black men look savage doing the original uh, Birth of the Nation movie that was created in an eighteen or 1900s. Doing, it was a silent picture. And that movie right. is what really feud Hollywood. Hollywood today got its start through that movie. And in that movie, they portrayed black men as being savage, running after white and women. The Klan came from. If they were yeah. to be doing that, it was right after slavery into Reconstruction. And so that's yeah. when the Klan, in that movie, they depict the Klan saving the day, by stopping black men oh, yeah. from savaging after white women and, and taking over the government. Yeah. They even depicted black men uh, in the government eating fried chicken with their feet up on tables, all the stereotypes that we've been inundated with growing up. Um, and, yeah. the, and, 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 and Africa is the continent that was betrayed in such a negative way that some of us were culturally conditioned to underestimate, and undervalue uh, that continent. And we still do today to a certain to a certain degree. So you're right, brother. I I have to agree with you on on, on some of the points that you're making.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah, And that's that's kind of the way I was the reason I was bringing that up, because, uh, like I said, you know, uh, one of my favorite groups, you know, rap groups is the Jungle Brothers. Man, I used to like the Jungle Brothers. They have some. What they was talking about, yeah, our people ain't never had no bones, ain't noses, and this and that, right? Right. So I'm thinking like, you know, uh, our relatives in New Guinea and stuff like that. But see, the thing is, when you have uh, colonial subjects, you know, whether it be English, French, or somebody that's not from that tribe to, to explain to you what's going on, they're going to shame you. So once you get shamed to that, and, and, and this is no disrespect, you know what I mean? Because I, ancient Kemet. And just the wonders of ancient kingdom and stuff like that is something to always uh, aspire to. and Everything about the pharaohs and just everything that they did should be raised up to the highest level. So don't get me wrong on that. But at the same time, we get caught up in the whole thing of hierarchy. You know, I'm a king and queen. And I'm not not disrespecting nobody. But what I'm saying is that we get caught up in, I'm a king and I'm a queen so much, and we get that ego. You see what I'm saying? it seems like every time we get somebody that understand what's going on and they get out there. The people are not mature enough to deal with it because they didn't understand what ego is. You know what I'm saying? And they they, they had an ego because they wasn't able to grow up in a natural habitat, which is us learning uh, to respect each other, right? Uh, not being jealous or envious of nobody because you know that uh, your creator made you for a certain uh, function. And that other person was made for a certain function. There's certain stuff they doing but there's also stuff used here to do too, right? But when you don't grow up in that atmosphere and you grow up into love and hierarchy, now what you're doing is you concentrating on your own, okay? And still your real actual enemy is doing it, you know? And uh, right now, you know, what you was telling me about the system and everything, I already know how Arizona is, but America period, but, but certain states it works. I mean, Arizona's always been racist from day one. Uh, Texas is another racist state. you know what i mean and, and, and it's been like that if we study history we find it always been like that uh look at the original people that was fighting with him geronimo and the apaches okay and, and he was fighting tombstone and all the people there you know for a long time and they trapped him eventually and sent him they lied to him say he's gonna send him to a reservation but they sent him actually sent him to prison to get him out of there right and, and get him out of arizona so it's always been bad and, but I, but I what I'm what I'm kind of troubled about is hearing um, Aboriginal Black people talk, and they confuse it seem like now. Maybe it's just not. But I'm hearing a lot say, "Hey, should we vote uh, a Republican or, or, or Democrat?" Now, the Democrats, the top, the hierarchy of the Democrats, they are getting paid, all right, and they, they do have a corporate agenda, There's no question about that. But we also know that any time you have a Republican governor. You can expect all kinds of racist stuff to happen. You know that, right? But, yet still, I'm seeing people running around telling, well, you know, maybe could, you know, I don't want to be stereotyped as, as voting a Democrat. I, uh, I'm going to be free to vote Republican. Well, you can be free to join the Klan if you want to. I don't think the dividends would be too good. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, So it's just, it, it, it seemed like our people, yeah, yeah, I know things are bad, but it seemed like at least we had directional and we knew who was, you know what I'm saying, I mean, you know, how could anybody – and I know this is, is – the media is very powerful because I know it ain't really that many people uh, pro-Trump or whatever, black students, pro-Trump or this and that. But, you know, like I say, your movie stars here and there, your Kanye West, this that, they ain't even smart enough to understand that, okay, if you already got money, okay, maybe you'll be all right. You did stuff to get that money, to be honest with you. You know, you, you went ahead and, and took the bag, as they say, right? But the ones that didn't take the bag, they had to deal with what they're dealing with. It's working-class people. They need somebody in there that's going to give them a break, not no billionaire or something like that. How is that going to affect them? right? And so I don't know, brother. It's just for some reason uh, we got to get this info out of here, man. Uh, it's just so many things. You know, I see that it's just not right as far as our antennas our, our is not all right. Uh, I'm hearing, too, now tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm hearing – Stuff like um, some of, some of our kids uh, getting down on themselves and everything, and, uh, contemplating suicide and just kind well, of stuff like that. You
2: know, well, well Charlie and Charlie, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I work in mental health. We we worked together for a little bit, and uh, that is a big problem. What I'm also I, I recently have looked at some documents and um, t- uh, teenage or, or suicide rates are actually increasing and they're hitting they are hitting black people and they're definitely hitting um with uh, young black girls young young men so uh, it is having an impact um you know mental health is one of those areas that seems to be taboo in our community where people don't want to uh deal with it deal with it uh understand it uh you know all of us have had somebody in our family we called it what? Oh, that's crazy, Uncle Charlie. That's crazy, yeah. Aunt May. She been touched, right? We've said, we've all said that. Oh, that person's been touched. Oh yeah.
1: I'm and when we've said or... that,
2: we say it in a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> way. But the fact of the matter is, there was something really wrong with them that went undiagnosed, and we sort of we knew something was wrong, but we use these little words to make ourselves feel uh, that we we to make us feel good about it. Like, oh, that's just crazy, Uncle Charlie. You know. And these are people who show up to things taken day, which is coming up this week. We call it Thanksgiving,
3: but I I call it
2: things taken day. Um, Yeah. You know, we, we have these sort of, these sort of folks in our family who have gone undiagnosed. And I think it's something that in the black community, we have uh, taken for granted how uh, damaging uh, Uh this can be to our mental health. I mean, racism, um, the stereotypes, uh, what the sister Sonia sees has just gone through out there in Arizona. These are all things that play on our mental health. You know, unlike any group of people in this country, when we wake up, we're trying to have pursuit of happiness. We're trying to raise our families. We're trying to work, be, you know, do our thing, but we, unlike any other group of people we face, um, a lot of a lot of problems now. Now, check this out. Now, I know, brother, that you're you're involved with, you know, working with any many, many groups of people who have been colonized and been oppressed of different racial groups. I, I get that. But when you look at a situation in New York where you have this clown, uh what's this, this uh, blooming bird or whatever clown who now Uh wants to throw his head into the democratic race because he, you know why he's doing this? Because they looked at the numbers. They see Uh that the current candidates are just not going to be good enough. So he's going to jump out there. And now he wants to give this half baked ass apology and make sure you guys check out a serious, seriously, not another podcast. That's a great show. Brother Ben is a brother who podcasts, and I've been following him for a while now. But uh, so now he gives his half—excuse me—I just had to get that advertisement. He gives his half-baked ass uh, apology about what they did in New York when they oh, yeah. fought Stopped it. And frisk. Yes, but they fought it all the way to the Supreme Court. So Bloomingbird is is full of crap because if oh, he, yeah, if yeah. he was so concerned about it, why did he fight it all the way to the Supreme Court? And this is the problem, brother. They say, well, stop and fricks impacted brown and black and brown and black. And I have problems with that because yes, Latinos, they they get hit with discrimination as well. But last time I checked, the majority of the people that were impacted by that unlawful law were black men. Where they found statistically that it was mainly white men who were walking around with the guns. In the drugs and things of that nature.
3: Yeah. Tell the truth, yeah.
2: I got to tell the truth yeah. on that one. Yeah.
3: You told know the truth? I don't think they really care necessarily about the drugs. They they, they just want to make sure that, uh, and I'm still going to say this, brother, you know what I'm saying? Black, too, but the brown, anybody non white, let's put it that way. If you have some Asians out there, it'd be the same thing. The point is they want all non white people to be targets for the most part. In other words, it's to the point where they, they can't defend themselves, or they, they unarmed, and at the same time allow the white male to be armed. That's how the West was won. They made sure but, they was always armed, but, okay, and stuff like that, yeah. and everybody was, wasn't armed, right? But, Char-
2: but Charlie... So, so I, that,
3: that, that's what it's all about, man. But Charlie, uh, I,
2: I, I understand where you're coming from when you say non-white, but brother, I gotta be specific, because last time I checked, what I'm looking at, what I'm examining, I'm not yep. saying that other groups don't have their run-ins but when you really take a close examination as to what's been happening and has happened over history and time and currently the only people that i tend to see that are catching a lot of hell and i've got to tell the truth tell the truth is black people from my from what i'm seeing now maybe i'm biased because i'm i'm black um that's the life I've lived. I've been around black people, so I've got that that standpoint. But I don't see police um, harassing a lot of Asian people and sh- shooting them and uh, harassing them as much as they do. no, well, mus- well, no,
3: no, no. They don't. You, you're right, brother. But you have to understand those are called tactics. Okay, a tactic means that uh, I got these different groups. I'm gonna attack this this group this way. I'm gonna attack the other group that way. Uh, when you get them those kids, okay, right. like I say they, they're not—they're not necessarily uh, the cops ain't necessarily shooting them down, but they throwing them in cages, uh, they taking them away, and, and they separating them from their family. That's the same thing that slavery did, to where you you sit there on a plantation, and they can take pops and and and, and sell him somewhere else, or take you and sell you somewhere else, or but this put mom somewhere, right? This, this is so the, what, here, here's what I'm saying. Let me finish, brother. So that's a, that's a different tactic. But it's basically the same thing. It's called white supremacy. In other words, how do I uh, uh, attack families? And, and, and black families, if you want to use the word black, that's fine. But uh, any families of color, especially when it gets to the numbers. So what we talk wow. about here is is having a, a – if you can't have a superior number, at least disenfranchise the other group, whether it be board schools, okay – uh slavery, whatever you can do. You well, have to re-socialize. That that's what they teach you in sociology. You have to re-socialize yeah. somebody. I I, I get that, but this is this is the This is, you the, have di- to break this is the difference okay, though, Charlie.
2: Than the people than uh-huh. folks that you're talking about. When you look at people who are coming over here across the border uh-huh. It's gonna get hot tonight, folks. Uh when you get people who come over here across the border and people uh-huh. who are coming in from Central America into Mexico. Uh, right. That you have the NAACP and other groups sort of like going to bat for, this is the problem, right. brother. I was just uh, looking at a video, and uh, black homelessness in Los Angeles, particularly as it relates to black men, is at an all time high. I did a video about it. I haven't released oh, yes, a video. Yeah, that's where I'm from. I haven't released a that's video. I know all about it. I haven't yeah. released the, the the Skid Row situation down there. The, I haven't released this video about it. But and I talked to a brother who. Uh, was homeless in los angeles and he was telling me a lot about what's been going on but there was a video it was on twitter and there was a brother who was in skid row under the tent and he said something that i thought was very was very on point he said that you know here i am a citizen of this country i'm here on skid row and it seems like nobody america is not making uh, us a priority as it relates to um, what's happening to people in America and particularly black people in America, and he says that if I go into a liquor store and I rob the liquor store, I'm gonna get arrested because I broke the law. He says, what makes people who come from across the border who come into the country illegally, what makes them any better than the people that are already here that are homeless? that are saying, hey, wait a minute, I got arrested for breaking the law. I'm paying the price. Why is it that they don't have to pay the price when they did break a law? So, brother, uh, there is there is a double standard when it comes to, and I'm sorry, when it comes to uh, black people. Now, the difference is, is that black people, we're citizens. We're born here. Folks that are coming across the border, they're taking a chance without any guarantee that they're going to be Uh, able to come into this country and get asylum. Okay. There's other groups who come here and follow the rules to come here. Matter of fact, brother, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with this brother, Charlie, you've got Haitians over there across the border who were told by the United States that they could come in and be and get and get asylum because they were the Haitians that were impacted by the earthquake. And then they went into Brazil for work and they flood out of Brazil into South America, into Central America, into Mexico, and those uh, Haitians are over there right now, and nobody gives a damn about them. You don't hear any of these black uh, politicians caping for them and talking about them um, or nothing. So my thing is, even though people of color or people of other ethnic backgrounds are having their issues, the problem is, brother Charlie, is that black people, we're we're citizens. We've built this country. We are foundational and other groups have been riding off of our coattails. And a lot of these groups don't even really go to bat for us. You may have a sprinkle of people of different ethnic backgrounds that will get involved in some of our movements, but you don't have them on a national level at high numbers. Um, rowling for black people when things happen to black people the majority of the people that are out there fighting for our our issues are people that look just like me and you Charlie so I think right now all of this stuff is a setup to to oppress people right all people are being oppressed globally okay America's got its hands everywhere I give you all of that but as a as a black person in America. I just don't see other groups catching the kind of paint hell that we catch on a on a day to day basis on a high level where we're being our image is being uh, demonized in this society. We have we're the most We have been the most demonized people. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm whining, but I'm just trying to say that's been the facts historically. People who come over here illegally or otherwise, they're taking a chances. We was born here, man. We've been here, and we're still catching hell. And then we're marching and getting laws passed that other people are benefiting from. And then some of these folks, they disrespect us. Now, I know I've talked on and on and on, Charlie. I'm bringing the volumes back up. Let me hear what you got to say, whether you disagree with me or not.
3: No, no, listen, you brought up two issues, and I'm going to hit both of them. Go ahead, okay, brother. At, at one time. Okay. Okay, but the first one is uh, the aspect of we're going to start with the brothers that uh, end up homeless over there where I come from. I, I've seen it myself, okay? okay? Now, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. I'm going to come right down. because You said you. you it's the information man show. It's all about the truth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm going to step on a couple of toes. Yeah, the truth. You stepped on because knowledge has to get out there. Okay, now, brother. number one. One of the reasons why that whole homeless stuff, because and we, are, I'm not like, gonna get the justification. I'm gonna go back to the '90s when all this stuff started. Now, okay, what happened is, is that uh, we had dealt with um, Ronald Reagan, okay, for, for for like two terms, and then uh, Bush, uh, Bush Senior came in for for one term. So we had we had went through like 12 years of straight Republicans. Everybody was tired of it, so. At that time, I was I was a, a job steward. So I went out there, man, and I was registering people to vote and everything. That's when I learned a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I went out there and started uh, registering everybody voting. So, of course, we said, yeah, we got to get Clinton in there. We got to get a Democrat in it, you know, and this and that, right? Right. So we go ahead, man, and, and we vote uh, Clinton in there. And what Clinton did to repay us is he went out there and passed something called the North American Free Trade Agreement.
1: Right. Okay, and
3: what the North American Free Trade Agreement did is at the time the vast majority of of, of, of blacks and, and some Mexican Americans, to blacks and Mexican Americans, you know are I mean? But but the vast majority of blacks was working for GM and places like that. He was making like you know twenty five dollars an hour benefits and cost of living increase and all that, living a life, right? So this joker comes in, he's supposed to be a Democrat for us, and he goes over there and passes North American Free Trade. So now what happens is GM uh, closes down. And sets up shop over Mexico. Okay, as soon as that happened, all those people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost their homes because they was at a certain standard of living. Clinton came out there and handed out these little candy jobs, but there was only like nine dollars an hour, no benefits, right? <laughs> You're right. So a lot of people lost their stuff during that North American Free Trade, and a Democrat did it. Okay, so that, that that's what that's what hit us right there. So that that's where you know you might hear people use this word neoliberal, okay, and stuff like that. We didn't know what that was at first, but now we find out all this time we was raised, oh, we already know the Republicans, all corporate, and, and, they, and, you know, they you know, they racist and corporate at the same time. They don't care about us, and we knew that, right? But come to find out, we had some Democrats that was uh, shareholders in these corporations that was doing us in, okay? And we right. were them in because we figured they supposed to help us.
1: That's so, right. That,
3: the whole thing with that homeless thing started. And it first started as soon as people started losing their homes based on NAFTA and stuff. Especially when you start talking about San Diego, LA, anything, anywhere that was a border state, all those GMs left and went to Mexico. And they also Canada was a part of it too. Okay. Okay. But most of it went to Mexico. So as soon as that happened, you start seeing people leave. The older people were selling their homes and they wanted to go. Or some of them wanted to go south and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you, I don't tell you the whole truth. Some of them wanted to leave because they, they didn't feel cozy with the neighbors that was coming in, right? Okay. So they left. And as soon as they left and left and left, they sold them homes and took off. Okay. And then from there, everything else went down. And so you, you've seen a lot of people that actually was just renting, renting, renting. And then we know what gentrification does to renting, okay? So they right. weren't owning those homes. The ones that owned those homes, a lot of the older people left and went back to the south because it was cheaper land over there, okay? And they figured they could retire over there. So that's what happened. That's where that hole came in. Now, if we Tell don't talk about the other the side, truth. Those, those people that's coming over from from, the, uh, from where they're coming from, the reason they come coming so fast, the reason they're taking all these chances is that there's a death threat. They're about to get killed if they stay in their country. They ain't just leaving just to leave. They leave them they're they running for their life. Okay. And they want they they want right. to. Uh, uh children to survive you know all right, uh, somebody's threatening them let Stuff me like uh let me so uh introduce the, you yeah, so those people are running for they lie that's called a refugee okay I can't go back home because i'm gonna die or there's a war or something of okay danger that charlie may kill me and my family. charlie so that's that's called all right
2: everybody out there once again you're listening to brother charlie uh he's from the sacramento california area he's an activist uh this brother uh, works in the community uh, with these variety of different groups that he's talking about right now this is the this is one of the problems though uh brother Charlie okay, so yep. people come over here they're refugees I get it, I get uh-huh. it right. And we're, su- and, and, and we're supposed, to, um, America is, is supposed to open up their arms and let all these people in by the you thousands. Know
3: America's going to sit open up their arms? Because America yeah. wouldn't let them have a democracy. But those people voted in who they wanted. All right. Because the people they voted in the, wasn't tap dancing, you know, to, to the bankers, they sent a coup but this and is ran a, those people out. So now this those the people problem. Had, uh, uh, uh lives are on the line. So they okay. the Their lives. But this
2: is my point. This is my point, though. Their okay. lives are on yep. the line. The United States created the politics that caused these people to have to fled. To I totally get That's it. Right. United States has done that. That's been part of their foreign policy to create coups, to right. break up, to stabilize governments. You know what they did with Gaddafi in, Af- in Africa when he was yep. trying to unify Africa under one currency, under a system. Plus they've had water and other resources. I totally get that. This is the problem though. You got thousands of people coming over. Now, you know, as well, well as I know, Charlie, when other groups come into America like this, and we do know that, like I told you, brother, they're not letting the Haitians come in when the, uh, well, when they, right, uh, yeah. let, let, let me hear me out and, and you agree. I, yeah. We both agree when the, when the brothers from Cuba getting their boats to go to Florida, the European right. Cubans that run Florida, They, they They do what what they do. They put them back on a boat and they send them back. Now, this is, this this is the problem. Yeah. Anti-Castro. This is the problem. Anti-Cuba. You're right. This is the problem. Okay. I, I understand that people are trying to come here for a better life. They're, they're, they're running for their life. I get that, but this is the problem. Mm -hmm. And people are not going to like what I have to say here, but I got to say it when they Mm -hmm. come here, if they let all those people in here from across the border, then this is the question. We already got a problem with unemployment in this country in terms of everybody being uh, 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 having a job. Damn with this Donald Trump, that Donald Trump has somehow made more jobs for black people. That's in the White bullshit. House, I'm not
4: going to say his f- name.
2: Let me tell you why it's a lie. I looked at the numbers. I haven't done a show on this yet. He actually did not, actually, believe it or not, Obama created more jobs than actually... Uh, Donald Trump and I'm and I even looked at Donald Trump's labor. This comes out of the labor statistics and Forbes. So Donald Trump's been running on a lie because he's been running on the benefits of the trickling down of the Obama administration. But this is the issue. Nobody, no one never tells us what type of jobs donald trump has created we don't know whether they're yeah. minimum wage or livable but no one talks about that uh-huh. i find that very interesting this is the question yeah. we got a lot of social problems in this country with health care jobs school everything when these when, uh-huh. when those people come in at the thousands uh, this is uh-huh. the question this is the question where one where are they going to work two where are they going to live three where are they going to be okay. educated I'm going to tell you right now. I've seen this happen in Oakland when I lived in Oakland. A lot of these people are going to move into neighborhoods that black people have lived in historically. And we're going to... With Lucky Land
4: Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today
0: to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
4: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And
2: black people, I've looked at the numbers on this too, Charlie. Black people are the most impacted in this country by uh, inter- immigration or people coming in from other countries. It, it will impact us. I know it does because in Oakland, you got a uh, Hispanic population in Oakland. That's moved in the East Oakland area, and it, there's been mm-hmm. racial strife between Black people and Latinos. There is no coalition, yeah. right? And then you have the gang yeah. f- that they it bring. Works, yeah. They bring their gang factions, and you know as well as I know, working in the prison environment, that you also don't know. You can't. How do you account for who's a criminal? Certainly, the, those folks are coming over for asylum, but some of them are also criminals. Running away from their country, trying to come over here. So, we don't We have to identify who are the criminals, what's their background, okay. I,
3: I, the, the all reason, those things. You see, the, reason, now, Clint, the reason I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. Info is man, is no brother, reason. info. Listen, listen, listen. It, oh, 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 info, I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. In, info. The reason why we know that's not true as far as the criminal part is that the, the criminals are living a life back in their country, brother. No no, 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 That's truck cartel, uh, people. They they making big money uh, back there. They don't want the last thing they want to do is leave their money to well, come I'm, over here. The people that's running is the victims of uh, them.
2: Yeah, but okay? I'm talking about the so petty,
3: have, the, petty the, though, class, the petty criminals, though, brother. The petty criminals. You having some working class victims mm-hmm. that are, that are trying to run and, and, and find a place where they can safely work and raise their families. That's it. Okay. The cast is this, this, this: doing what you're talking about they going to stay. They're not coming over here. No, brother. They're they living the life of Charlie over
2: there. Okay, right? br- brother Charlie. So we already know that's not true. Br-
3: brother Charlie. Okay? Now, now, Trump will say that because what he doing is he using that white supremacy. And I'm going to tell you something. When you divide yourself up, especially when you're dealing with somebody with a, a vast amount of resources, okay, that control institutions, that have the money to buy politicians and everything else, the last thing you want to do is divide yourself up, okay, because they, like I say – those tactics, they can take one out easy. Okay, but they can't take in other words, no, no. when you when you close your hands up into a fist, it's hard to deal with that fist, but if you got your fingers out there individually, they can take their fingers off, but they can't deal with a fist. So what I'm trying to tell you is we are all victims of white supremacy. It's not no uh, just white supremacy versus well, just blacks. And listen, I'm gonna tell you something. And the whites they're gonna get theirs too. See, let's understand. Let's go back to to the origins of what what race is. It's all fake, but it was created because back in the day, you, you remember, you, you know how like they had the. the it, well, we was talking about the uh, 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 Reconstruction and all that, right? Okay. Now you have indentured servants, also.
1: Yeah, I, at I, one I, point, I understand the, that. The, listen, at
3: one point, the indentured servants it got together with some of those slaves, the ex slaves, and they got together and figured out the economy, and said, wait a minute, okay, our enemy is is, is these people, you know what I'm saying, the rich. No, and no. so they were scared because they started coming together, and that's the only thing that ever scared the nah, real class. Charlie, Charlie,
1: right? Charlie, so Charlie. once
3: that started happening, then you come up with this whole race to say, well, you over here, you stay here. Why do you no. think Jim Crow came in? When Jim Crow, listen, when Jim Crow came in, okay, and they, it was scared of white abolitionists too. So when Jim Crow comes in and says, hey, we don't, we don't have to worry about them collaborating with each other because we're going to make it illegal. That's a apartheid, just like they had in South Africa. You got the black uh, uh, to, uh, black, uh, uh, and fountain over there, Negro, whatever they want to call us, and you got the white over there. We're going to make sure you don't talk to each other. And you know yourself that the ones that did cross the line, the whites that did cross the line, was, was called the N-word lovers, okay? And a lot all of right. times the Klan was them too. I understand that, but so this, we, this, so all, all
2: this is where is you're... Brother, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk on my own show, brother. I'm, I'm Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. It's a two it's a two way conversation, brother. You okay. you start going on the rails, but then we got to make it a two way conversation here. This is where I'm, this is why you're wrong. Okay. That's why you're wrong. Okay. Most of those indigenous servants that came over that were white people that were some of the first slaves over here, they got to work off their time and go back to Great Britain. Matter of fact, Great Britain gave them a reparation. Yep. A lot of those Europeans yep. got reparations that were indigenous servants. Matter of fact, of course they did. matter of fact, wait a minute. When Dr. King, I got the audio on it. Dr. King talked about reparations and that we're going to Washington to get a check and in that and in that conversation that he had he talked about how they gave subsidies and they gave welfare to white Europeans to get them to give them land and housing when they oh, came yeah. over here from Europe now this is what I'm this is what I'm saying this is what I'm saying i understand you're you're talking about this rainbow bright thing that i hear what you're saying but i'm telling you what's reality the reality is is that well, there is not, no it's not, it's there not. is no there is no correlation like that, brother. Why you think the ADOS movement is taking off like it is because black people realize that we need to identify something that is for us based on our lineage to this land. Okay? Yeah, there were right. there were yeah, there were uh, uh white people doing those times who didn't agree with uh slavery, uh I, I, I understand. That. Because you know, that John Brown. Yeah, because you know I mean? uh, because and if you
1: had the Bacon Rebellion, which actually happened. Right, because the Bacon Rebellion.
2: Okay, because I know about the Bacon Rebellion. But what I'm trying to say is, what it is is that this country was set up for white men who had who were landowners who had money. Landowners. The majority of That's white different. people in this country were poor, right? And a lot of them That's ended right. up working for these landowners who had slaves. As what? As overseers and, and every damn thing else. As bounty hunters. Uh-huh. That's where you get the David yeah. Crockett stuff at. So I, I get all of that, but I'm saying let's not let's keep this conversation um structured here because we're going off into all this other other area. I'm trying oh, to yeah, keep it, I'm we trying are. to I'm trying to keep wait, wait, it structured.
3: Just you can't break things off like that, like you break it off. Yeah, you know, but what what
2: I'm what what I'm trying to say is I'm not denying that people across the border or catching a hell. I'm simply saying okay. um all you gotta do is look at cities like Los Angeles where you're from or, or uh, Oakland. What happens is yeah. when you force other groups into communities that are already de- depressed, okay? It causes right. friction and problems. All you gotta do is look at Los Angeles right now. You've got an all night, you got an all out green light on black folks out there where they're firebombing black folks in some of the project areas in, in, in LA where black folks are being killed by these, by these Hispanic gangs coming across the border. You did say, I understand. Yeah, the, I, I, I understand what you were yeah. saying about people coming from across the border, getting away from asylum, but guess what? Usually the guys that are the criminals who are sneaking over here, they ain't the ones rolling in big money. And the reason why I disagree with you and you should uh-huh. know this, brother, because I'm working in the I'm working in the prison environment, and we got a bunch of guys in there that I've dealt with over the years, who uh-huh. came from across the border. And I'm not trying to indict oh, yes. everybody across the border. I'm saying that there are some people who come over and they got and they're, well, pe- they're, petty, they're, they're, they're they're petty they're petty criminals ones. they're they're petty yeah, they're criminals, and then they come over here and c- commit crime. And we have to put them in our prisons, which is draining off of our system, and and we're also paying taxes on this shit because people come over.
3: Listen, I agree with you. I agree with you, one hundred percent, info. But at the same time, those are specific people. You making it seem like it could be any of them? No, no, you didn't because you didn't let me. You
2: you didn't let me finish, brother. I was. I I made a distinction. I said the ones that are poor. You, you, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about crime lords, the guys that's rolling in the money. Nah, they're not leaving. I'm talking about the petty guys that are running away from the law uh, because that's let's okay. be honest, we can't deny that there's people sometimes who flee from other countries into countries like America because they are a criminal, they are a petty criminal where they come from, and they're trying to sneak themselves into our environment where nobody knows them, right? Uh, and then you, sometimes you, you they you make.
3: Well, see, I'm going to tell you right now, brother, our number one problem here in America is domestic terrorism. OK, so let's not get off the real on that. The, the main and even the FBI tell you, that even though reluctant as they are, they know that the number one threat to everybody's uh, 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 health and safety is the white domestic terrorists, you know, what I'm saying white supremacist groups. Those are the ones that, that, wow. that, that we should be concentrating on, not not no. Uh, uh, I'm not saying that the Latinos are clean and this and the other vice game, but I'm just saying the main terrorist that kills people just to kill people, okay, based on who they are without them doing anything to them, unprovoked is what I'm saying, is the white supremacist groups, okay? That's what we should well, be concentrating. I, I see not them. Not nobody else.
2: I see but them. The white supremacist. Groups, I see these okay? groups that's, as that's your number one. I see. In, I see in, these. As law enforcement. I I, I right? totally get that, but I, I see these groups as um. These, the whole thing about supremacy, they're, they're not supreme to any of us. They're just white people who think that they're supreme to us, but they're not. Um, oh, no, obviously, obviously, these those groups are um, very much uh, a danger to us. But I'm going to tell you why I think that there are some things that we can deal with and some things that we cannot deal with. As long as we are not in control of the government and the philosophy of the government, and we don't control the economics, we don't control resources, these type Mm -hmm. of groups will always thrive as they have always thrived in America because they control the economics, they control the education, they control everything, religion, as Nilly Fuller Jr. says, they control all areas of activity, sex, Mm -hmm. (laughs) religion music television everything so that makes it that makes it a tough battle but we got to keep battling so um i don't want to bog the conversation down into just this area but let's let's talk about some other areas here uh in terms of um what is your opinion right now uh in terms
0: of this election
2: coming up in 2020, and then you've got this whole thing with Donald Trump, whether he should be impeached or not. What are your thoughts about that?
3: Well, uh, whether he gets impeached or not, he has to get out of there. But not only does he have to go, uh, the whole movement behind him, uh, like I say, they, they can do what they want to do. They can go to the NASCAR events or they want to and stuff like that or wherever they want to do. That's not a problem. But the problem is them having state power. So we got to take back the state power. Okay, uh, from the white supremacists. It's that it's that simple. So um, the only thing I the problem is is like uh, we got the neoliberal Democrats now. Like I said, you, you definitely want to grow Democrats to get these vampires out of power. We have to, but at the same time, we have to watch the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party that the DNC, the you know the, the Pelosi's, the the Bidens and uh, yeah, I don't want to throw your boy uh, uh, under the bus, uh, you know, Obama or nothing like that either. But what I'm saying is that whole neoliberal thing where uh, I- I'm preaching hope, but at the same time, I'm invested uh, in Goldman Sachs. So right. uh, if something go down with the stock market or something like that, instead of me throwing the fools that's messing it up in jail, I'm going to say mm-hmm. too big to fail because they have to be too big because they're they the ones giving my money for me to run. So well, we got to stop that. Right. So the-, the thing is, I think it's. Uh, you know, we need to look at trying to get Bernie Sanders or some, anybody. And like I said, I'm saying Bernie Sanders now only because Bernie Sanders is the only one that I see that's not for sale. Okay. And uh, we have to get to a point as far as black people, we don't use that word black people. We got to get to a point, man, where we stop selling out. I mean, and, and I know we grew up saying that. I guess that's the, the generation fell off of that. But, you know, I don't care what is hip hop, whatever else, at one point we realize that, hey, you know, I'm not going to sell out on this. You know, this is something I got to stand for, So, like what Cap tried to do, you know, stuff like that. So we got to find somebody that's going to sell out. Now, if we can find a black person that, that we could that trust and not sell out, then so be it, get the black person. Uh, but if you, if it's a white person that won't sell out, whoever it is. So at that point, I'm thinking we need to look at trying to get Bernie Sanders in there best we can. They're going to probably try to shut it down because they won't buy it in there because he got ties to the sugar daddy, you know, donors and stuff like that. But we need somebody like a Bernie Sanders. Okay. Uh, And if we need somebody in there that's actually going to have it where uh, they get free education and our kids can go to school for free. we got Medicare for all. where Everybody got uh, uh, health insurance. And now you can work where you want to work. You don't have to worry about the insurance. Well, let me, Charlie, let me me step in here.
2: Let me step in here. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Charlie, um, these uh, liberals, in my opinion, from what I've been able to assess, um, liberals are just as worse as the conservatives, if not worse. They are just as racist, and they're just as worse. When you look at a guy like Sanders, uh, I've got problems with him. I I listened to Sanders one time on the Joe Madison show, and he was asked a direct question: If you were president, would you um, would you apologize for slavery in this country? And he could not give Joe Madison, who's a well known radio, uh, was just put in the radio hall of fame. Um, he could not give uh, brother Joe Madison an answer. I had a problem with that. I also have a problem with Bernie Sanders because this is a man who is a representative of Vermont, and they have more. They have a black population of damn near zero in Vermont, but yet their prison population is mostly black. Yet he keeps talking about how he's going to fix the prison population, but he hasn't even done it in his own damn uh, place that he represents. Bernie Sanders has been in government for God knows how long and all these things he keeps talking about he's going to do. He hasn't done any of them. He hasn't proposed any bills during the time he's been in office. He's been living off this one photo op of him being uh, in the uh, uh, civil rights movement. One photo op does not make it him a civil rights leader. Uh, one, he damn near looks like he's going to have a heart attack at any damn moment. And I've seen him on tape with the rest of these buffoons, where uh, they've been asked directly about how they feel about reparations, and Bernie Sanders um, treated this brother very poorly on video when the brother was asking him about reparations, and he didn't want to talk about it. All of them are dodging the question. All of them. The Democrats are right now are clowns. You got a uh, Bloomberg trying to jump himself into the pot. He's a clown. Um, I really, I think right now, as much as I hate to say this. But that guy in the White House, I don't want to say his name, uh, Donald Trump. In the White House,
4: I'm not going to say his name.
2: I think he's going to get back in office as long as the Democrats seem to be so disorganized and so discombobulated. Then you got this guy, Bullachit, the guy from uh, South Bend, Indiana. You've got this narrative being painted, Charlie that black people are homophobic, and that we won't. The reason why he's not doing well with black people is because he's uh, he's gay, and that's further from the truth. Okay, yeah, older black people who are traditional and religious they may not agree with his lifestyle, but the reason why black people have a problem with that guy is because of, as mayor, he was he has been terrible with dealing with the issues of his police department being brutal towards black people. So black people are not supportive of him. He's running as a Democrat because he has a terrible record as it relates to dealing with the black audience. We know Kamala Harris record in California and how she and her laboratory held back evidence that could have freed her brother that was on death row at San Quentin and she has a really bad record when it comes to, Uh, policing when it relates to black people so i'm not cooking and caping for her joe biden we know he was involved in a bill (laughs) that that the criminal bill that has impacted black people the most that's why i keep saying brother it's about black people as far as i'm concerned right now because we're the ones being impacted the most by the things that are happening uh, because that bill impacted black men big time now What other chump is out there? Oh, um, the $5 Native American, uh, Warren. She, I've seen her on tape, ducking and diving the question of reparations. Says one thing that she's for it, then she ducks and die. Then you got the other lady who wears the tight suits from Hawaii. Can't think of her name. She got confronted and didn't want to deal with the issue um, as well. So as far as I'm concerned, black people as it relates to 2020, we sh- if we don't get the tangibles that we want, we shouldn't vote for any of these clowns. We should just write in the ballot ADOS <laughs> because if we we can we may not vote for the president, but you can vote down ballot where you can deal with the local issues in your community that actually affect you. Because all government is local, and the local initiatives will impact you even more. The presidency, if I don't see anything better. I'm saying to myself, brother Charlie, we're, then the Democrats are in a lot of trouble right now. If Donald Trump is not impeached and this doesn't embolden the people that follow him. And the reason why I think Donald Trump's going to get reelected personally, because if he's not impeached is because he speaks to the racism of American society. And he's now been a champion for the racist individual's voice. And he manifests that. And they're not going to want to let that go. That's why he says things like, if I'm not in office, there's going to be a, uh, there's going to be a there's going to be a civil war. And right now I've done some studies. America is already in a cold war and Donald Trump is a part of that cold war. That is what's happening. That's why the Republicans and all the people that follow Donald Trump they don't want to admit that he did some wrong because they don't care. He's their spokesperson, he's their puppet, and they're going to ride this out because he's saying things that they really think, but he's saying it for them. He is their great white hope. And that's why I believe he may still get in office. And these Democrats have been holding the black vote and black people, they've been taking us for granted. And we, we got to punish them if they do, do not push our agenda. If our agenda is reparations, damn it, they should do it because they do everything for everyone else. In terms of Bernie Sanders, it costs bill, it costs it costs billions to millions of dollars to become president of this country. You can't tell me that he's not taking some corporate money. You cannot become president without taking corporate donors. It does not work. America is a corporation. It is run by corporation. It is controlled by corporations. Bernie Sanders is a puppet like all the rest of them, no matter how liberal he talks. That's my point of view on it, Brother Charlie. I'm sorry, but I must tell the truth now. Tell the truth. Now I'm going to open up the lines for you to say your piece after I've said my piece. Let
3: me finish. Let me finish what I had to say, okay? Now. Brother,
2: brother, you yeah. never—that no one could hear you, brother. I turned the volume down because this is a This is a show where we're gonna—you're gonna say your piece, and I'm gonna say my piece. It's not gonna be you just talking, 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 and you're not gonna get a rebut from me, or I'm not gonna let you speak. I'm gonna let you speak, but we're gonna have a controlled show here. So, Charlie, nobody could hear what you were saying, brother, because I'm controlling the volumes here now, brother. You can speak your mind because I'm gonna be quiet and bring the volumes up for you here you go brother okay
3: okay am, am i on now
2: yeah brother i'm just saying we have to we have to have a constructive conversation where you say what you say i may disagree i rebut what you say you may disagree what i say and you can rebut what i say that's all i'm saying brother go right ahead
3: okay yeah yeah so basically uh, uh like i was saying is the only person i would trust uh, in the White House right now would probably be Bernie Sanders. Okay. And I think that's the best thing for us, even if he don't say nothing about the reparation. You can get him once once he's in office. I would rather deal with him than deal with a Trump or something. And but but as far as the other part about Trump getting in there, uh, the Democrats is stumbling over each other and, and stuff like that, trying to keep the right man from getting in there. But even with all that going on, Trump, even though he does have his cult, OK, his white supremacist coat and everything, he's a little bit too stupid to run it right. And so what happens is he he's a person who's he's for himself. You know, he's trying to do the Hitler thing because most dictators are the same way. They're all about themselves and everything. But this fool is a little stupid. So what he does is he stabs his own people in the back. You're right. And what happens is he keeps stabbing. The uh, He goes higher when he stabs people in the back. So what's happening is he's stabbing. You know, he already stabbed the bushes in the back. And then you know, like rats run on each other, throwing each other under the bus on this whole investigation. So what's going to happen is he's going to create so many enemies, not the ones in all. Now you have to understand the ones that just doing what he tell them to do, they ain't nothing but puppets anyway. Because, you know, you had the Rex tell them this. Just, just think about how many people he got rid of, right? Mm-hmm. And so now he got a bunch of yes men around him. So, of course, you're going to hear them say whatever he wanted to say and everything. But outside of that circle, he don't stab all the other Republicans in the back. They out to get him, okay? And uh, he going to lose a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because he talk Every time he talk, he messes himself up. He put himself in, in more quicksand. But uh, I just hope that uh, we go ahead and do what we got to do and put the only man that's that's actually mm-hmm. uh, out, of po- out of the politicians, the, the trust that ain't sold out, okay, at no time. And I'm going to tell you something else. This cat is actually a Jewish, a Jewish guy. He actually was speaking up for the Palestinians. Obama and all the rest of them was scared to deal with Israel. I mean, Israel, whatever Israel wanted to do, everybody go along. Even though his, his his parents, I think, uh, uh, some of his relatives got killed in that Holocaust and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So even with all that, he said, hey, I, I support Israel, but I also respect the Palestinians. The rest of them is scared to say anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So any get a cat would do something like that, that's that right. shows me that he's on the real. You know okay. what I mean? He's trying to do the right thing. Okay. So and that's my opinion. I think okay. That's the only okay. We got. Get him in there, uh, uh, have our kids go to school for free, you uh-huh. know, and stuff like that. <laughs> and also another thing we didn't talk about, brother, is is the climate change, which we probably should have been talking yeah. about before all of that. Yeah. Wait
2: okay. a minute. Wait a minute, so, Charlie. Let me uh here here. Charlie, let me say some things to my audience. We got an audience, Charlie, so I've got to – The way this show goes, I have to do some audience interaction as well. But I'll be right back with you in a moment. Everybody out there, this is the Information Man Show and Podcast. Uh, thank you for being here. We got my man, King Wade's Sonny Box and Talk. Sonia sees Makeham is in the house. Brother Duvian's in the house. Robin, the girl wonder is in the house. Everybody out there. Don't think that I'm ignoring you all in that chat room. I know you're saying a lot of different things. Um, Sonia sees is definitely pro black. She's saying, let's not talk about other groups. Everybody's got their different opinions. Understandable. We got a uh, queen Maya in the house. I just want to, we got AJ seeing red. Thank you for being here. Um, I just want to acknowledge everybody. When I get into these conversations like this, folks, uh, the truth of the matter is I got to focus on what I'm talking about, focus my thoughts. It's not that I don't want to acknowledge people in the chat room. It's just, you know, chat rooms moving pretty fast. The brother's talking and I'm trying to get my thoughts together, but I see you all out there. Do me a favor. Uh, Share the video as usual. Share this video. I really appreciate you all being here again. Um, this was sort of an unpromptu um, live stream. I wasn't planning the live stream tonight. Um, you know, uh, Brother Charlie gave me a call. And as you can see, me and Brother Charlie, we have some philosophical differences. Uh, in some areas we agree, in some areas we don't. But that's because black people are not monolithic. We all have different experiences, different backgrounds. Uh, there's a lot of things that the brother t- that me and him have conversations about that I agree with. There's some things that we may differ. Uh, let me also as a commercial break, let me also give some shout outs. Let me give a shout out to uh, Gav talk media. Check that brother out. Check out profit of thought series. Uh, check that channel out. We got my man um, um, screen learning. Check him out as well. When you have opportunity and my main men, the, Hey, it's the Black Brain Trust. Check out the Black Brain Trust. The Black Brain Trust has got some good things going on. Those of you that are in the chat room right now, you definitely got to check out Queen Maya's channel. Check out Brother King Wage. Everybody that's in the chat room, if you are a content creator, support each other, definitely. Then there's my man Terrence McRae. That brother I had him on, he has a show that's a a, a public show a show on television in the Bay area and the LA area. And that's the close, close the deal show, the close, the deal show. Definitely check out the close, the deal show. Definitely, definitely, definitely. There's somebody else I wanted to give a shout out to. And now my brain is going kind of, uh, kind of, uh, like it's late. So that's some of the things I wanted to say. Um, as we continue this discussion, we've got my man, Charlie, who is an activist in the Sacramento, California area. And we're just getting into our truth. We're talking about a lot of different things. Tell the truth. And, there, you know, there's always going to be some things that you may not agree with or may agree with, you know. But it happens sometimes. Because it's the Information Man show.
1: You are listening to Information Man. Please make sure to subscribe to his channel.
2: That go my crows they're coming
1: information is power
2: all right that was my crows so back to the program thank you all again for being here we got oh we got uh qt one was in the house thank you sister we now got bt is in the house she says it's good to have a philosophical discussion that okay Hey, everybody in the chat room is doing some good things. Now we got Robin, a girl wonder. She says, regardless of what you think of her, she is telling the truth on black wealth and has my great talking point, has great talking points. Okay. you sees is saying, look at Elijah Cummings. He got them by, <laughs> well, let's say, um, may Elijah Cummings rest in peace, everybody. So let me get back over to my man, Charlie. Once again, this is being podcast. We are on Speaker, speaker Live. This will also be heard later on on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, which is basically iTunes. Um, then we got iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and all the goodies out there. Check it out. Enjoy. Oh, Cast Box. I'm on Cast Box as well. So, those of you that are listening to the podcast right now, thank you for being here. This is the Information Man show that you're listening to. Okay, Charlie, you're back. Brother, thank you for your patience. Now, you wanted to talk a little bit about climate change and how that's impacting our world that we live in um what are your thoughts about climate change because i think that's something that we as black people and people in general can't sleep on because i think that we're so concerned about another country infiltrating us all this other stuff we might be doomed by the environment the environment may get to us before someone throws a shoots a bullet at us or a missile Our environment may destroy us before we even get there. We forget this is a world that once had dinosaurs and dinosaurs ruled the planet at one point in time and they're no longer here. What makes us think that we are invincible as a race of people or as a group of people, as a society, Take it from there, Charlie. What is your points about uh, climate change? And what's going on, Cap PY2? I see you. Every now and then I'm going to shout people out in the chat room, Brother uh, br- brother uh, Charlie. But what is your, your thoughts okay. about um, climate change?
3: Well, you know, the climate change uh, is human-induced, and it comes from an ignorance and uh, a disrespect for the holy uh, because the earth is holy. You know, the trees, uh, the animals. Everything that's here with us in this ecosystem is actually what's supposed to be holy. And so uh, the colonizers got us some kind of way and, you know, tricked us into thinking that uh, what's holy is a building or something with a fancy name on it and some uh, pillars and stuff like that, even though it's man-made. So we, to us, that that's, that's holy, right? So when it gets attacked or something, we're like, man, that, that was a holy place, right? So but to us, we... We walking past the holy, right? So what I say about climate change is that because uh, uh, it's not our fault, you know, we was conquered and they brainwashed us. But uh, we have a few indigenous people that, that, that was lucky enough to stay uh, on the land, hunters and gatherers, and they took care of Earth and they custodians of Earth. But we got an idiot now that don't care about nothing. He talking about it, 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 it don't exist. So uh, we got these uh, uh, drilling for oil and everything, you know, the fossil fuel. Uh, idiots. And I think all of them are criminals, you know what I mean? And they know that we got maybe eight or nine uh, years left to get this stuff together, get all that carbon and stuff out of the environment and this and that. And uh, we see the elements, you know, Mother Earth, you know, the crater uh, coming after us. You know, That's why you see these forest fires all over the place and this and that, the drought. And then all of a sudden now, every time you have a hurricane, you know, it's it, one is it, it's more horrible than the next. You know, it's all this other stuff. So, and, and they know about it, but they continue to drill for oil and do whatever and, and, and keep doing it out know, of their greed and ignorance and not knowing what's really holy. So, uh, we need somebody at least that understands that, that's going to come out there and uh, uh, teach people. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of jobs that can be created for our youth and everything. You know, the solar panels, you know, installing solar panels and doing other things, uh, learn how to agriculture, learn how to plant trees and and, and, and plant food and stuff. And I think that's what the kids need to be learning now. That, uh, because, you know, the food going to get to the point where, you know, if it ain't in the can, it's going to be all messed up. So eventually they're going to have to learn how to grow their own food and be self-sustaining anyway. And well, so that's where we need to go. We got right a now. brother,
2: Charlie, we got a brother in the chat room by the name of uh, Cat PY2. He is a military veteran. And on his channel, and check him out, everybody, on his channel he talks about survival And how to grow, you know, how to take care of yourself. And I think you're absolutely right. We're so used to going to stores and buying our food all packaged and processed. But we need to learn survival skills as a people. How do we survive in a disaster? How do we grow our own food? How can we be self-sustaining? How do you figure out how to get yourself access to water if we don't have these faucets turning on anymore? How what type of clothing you need to be prepared for. Um, There's so many things, and Brother Cap, he talks about that on his show. And so these are the the types of things that black people and people in general need to know tangibly. Uh, A lot of times we waste our time talking about, I I could care less about sports. I could care less about Beyonce and Jay-Z and who's got the latest Nike shoes. I can care less about LeBron James and the Lakers and whether they're winning games and all this other stuff. And at the end of the day, because none of that stuff is going to really benefit us and get us and and protect us and get us, give us knowledge. It's simply bread and circuses, entertainment to pacify us while real things are going on in the world that we're not being uh, awakened to. But see, this is the thing, Charlie, uh, and you know, this brother, um, they don't really want, and I think Jordan Maxwell talks about this. They don't really want people educated, ed- educated to knowledge. They want you to be trained. They want you to be conditioned. They don't want you knowing what's really going on around you. It's almost like uh, being in the matrix where we're asleep. You know, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, uh And I see how they did, you know, like Facebook works kind of like that too, though. That's something I get on a lot of Facebook and that, right? And so a lot of times they have a lot of facts and everything, but then what they do is they mix the BS with the facts to confuse people, right? And if people ain't doing any homework and really reading, it's hard for them to decipher what's what's true and what's untrue, right? And so like you said, to me, that's that's what that matrix is, you know? And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's set up like that, but we need people that's gonna you know like whether it be in government or around us, some kind of way that steers into learning again learning to think critically you know the kids need to read more get more you know i know they read that there's social media stuff and everything but get out of this social media sometimes and read the books do your homework sometimes you have to read 500 pages sometimes you can't just read three pages right to get the, the complete truth mm-hmm. you might you know and so that's what's happening man and it's just the lack of uh you know, the, 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 you have to learn discipline again, patience, you know, stuff like that. You know, everything can't be microwaved, you know what I mean? You'll, you'll get what you got to get, but you have to uh, remain determined uh, to get it, you know? And so I just think, man, that, that'd have a lot to do with it if we could, because they didn't teach us agriculture that much, or maybe they did, but, you know, hey, farmer, John, you know, this and that, mm-hmm. that was a mistake. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because, uh, well, you know, learning how to grow stuff and everything and just take care of the trees because they tearing everything up. man. It, it, you know, these timber companies and all this other stuff, they're in there trying to make uh, money. They just want what's out the land.
0: And once they cut
3: down the last tree, we all finished anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? But uh, that's what it's all about, man, the disrespect of the earth, trying to rape the earth. And that has a lot to do with other stuff, slavery. All this stuff is tied into it. And what it is is, you know, the male patriarch was saying, hey, man, I own everything. I do what I want to do. Okay, unless you can hold me accountable, don't talk to me. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do.
1: Right? Wow. And so that that
3: rape of the earth is the same thing. Okay, because because the earth is is from the feminine. See, feminine, like I said, we we live on Mother Earth. She incubated us, just like our mother incubated us in her womb. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the male puts the seed in there, but you still have to incubate. You have to have somewhere to live to be safe so you can develop into them nine months. That's the same thing with the Earth. It incubates us with with, 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 with our air. Right? And, and we got outer space and inner space. Right? So, outer space, we can't breathe. Right? There's no air up there. Okay? No gravity. Right? And so here's where we live. And and to, to, to be dumb enough to destroy where you live is a new form of, of stupidity. I, I, I know some wow. people are good at making money and stuff like that, but I don't know. It, it, that's
2: insanity to me. Well, and, uh, this is something well,
3: that you, we, we got to get somebody okay. into that that understand that some people right, are to believe
2: it. All, all right. right, Charlie, let me uh, let me get in here and make a few statements. Um, the reality is, uh, you know, if you come if those that come from a biblical point of view, they would say that this is all everything that's happening is happening because we're in the last days. This planet, will, uh, this will come yeah. to an end. No, let's hear me out, brother. We have to look at all sides of these things. That's part of right. being. You have to. We have to look at things in a round, rounded way. Whether you believe it or not, doesn't really matter. The point of the matter is, is that there's people, just like you, believe things. There's people who believe that everything that's happening has been prophesized in religion in the Bible. Okay, guess what, that, Charlie. Let me say my piece, brother. This, we're, having wait, 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 wait. A, we're having a dialogue. This is not a just it's you. Dialogue. We're not we're having a dialogue that means we have to talk about things and, and we have to examine them, turn them upside down, whether we agree with them or You're not. Right. What I'm all I'm trying to say, brother, is that there are some people that are religious and they would say that the Bible, from what they believe, says that we're in the last days, that the that the planet is in the last days, that everything that's happened has been foretold. Okay? Then there are people who would just say, well, nah, it's just because human nature is that humans are greedy. Humans are greedy and they're just, um, you know, sucking on all the resources. Like I said, one time they were dinosaurs. Dinosaurs don't are not here anymore. So something's going to give what we're seeing in our government, in this government, what we're seeing in this planet, in this world is that the United States government is not. Uh, prioritizing the environment anytime you've got presidents like Trump and he ain't the only one you've had a lot of bonehead presidents who didn't pay attention to climate change anytime you've got uh, people in government who are not taking it serious the reason why you had the flooding problem in New Orleans okay when you had the the levees and everything that fell there is because nobody took the scientists who are saying that at some point in time, the southern part of the country, that belt area that's next to the shores, that is going to be engulfed by water because the earth is still evolving. Just like earthquakes are evolving the planet. What once was a mountain is going to be a flat land. What once was a flat land is becoming a mountain. What once was land is becoming an ocean the planet is evolving with us and without us it does not matter and we're also, we're destroying the environment and everyone is doing it for what the dollar is recoverable and people are expendable this is all economically driven this is all capitalism driven no they don't give a damn about the population because they don't really want a lot of us living anyway. If you know anything about the Georgia Guidestones, it says that you want to keep the population down to a certain level. The Georgia Guidestones in Atlanta, in Atlanta and in, in Georgia, um, so they don't really care. And like a science, like a sci-fi movie, something's gonna give. And we already know when you have natural disasters, you can't send in the military, you can't send in your marines. You can't send in any military to stop the weather. Now, there are people out there that are saying, and I've done some reading on this, uh, brother Charlie, that the Navy, in particular, and the military, has been experimenting on manipulating weather. And the 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 um, what do you call it? Conspiracy theory is when you see earthquakes and things that happen in other countries that the United States is uh, manipulating the weather to make these things happen. So there's been talk about that. Can you use weather as a weapon? Can you weaponize the weather? Can you manipulate it? There's been talk that the military, particularly the Navy, has been doing experiments like this. You got the heart project in Alaska, right? That's, people say that that's something that they're doing to manipulate frequencies. And if you can create, mess around with frequencies, you can definitely manipulate weather, change the patterns affect people the whole nine yards you just had um, someone what was it there was a diplomat in Cuba who they said died they believed that there was some type of frequencies that was used on this diplomat I think it was an American diplomat or something I I don't know Uh, but there's a lot going on Charlie Um, Charlie I'm gonna are are you there brother yeah yeah can I hit on what you just said yeah yeah Go ahead, brother. Well, number one, as far as
3: the different that thing, uh, like I said, we, we we all know that if we seen spies, but we used the CIA and all that. You know, they can plant stuff on you, stuff like that, and put in your food and on you. You know, so that, that that's that's a whole different ball game there. But as far as the geoengineering and the harp and all that, I don't think they really had that much power to do that. I think they can try to manipulate and play here and there. But uh, even even the most great scientist is a little kid, man. They they always trying to learn, so that's why they have thesis is about something then they'll come back and say well i was wrong about that because mm-hmm. that's what it is uh the brother there, i forget his name he told it he said hey that's what science does we we, we you know do discover you know we, we uh discover things or look it over research it and then we come up with something different the next time right because we always want some new things trying to learn new things but uh no to nobody but but the whole thing about because i grew up on that and i ain't trying to disrespect nobody but mm-hmm. i've heard that thing about the end days and uh, the scripture said this and that. Now, I, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody, but I just want them to use a critical mind now, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anytime you have any book, okay, where everybody can read it, they can copycat it. If they read the scripture uh, uh, 6529 or whatever, and it says do this and do that, why do not you Why do you think that somebody can't just copycat what they read and do it? That, that's So to me, that shuts that whole thing down. But the thing is, is that nobody knows how old this earth is nobody knows when the beginning is and they don't know the end and if you look at the earth it's round and all the indigenous people understood the most holy symbol in in all creation was a circle because you look around you look at the universe everything is round whether it be the moon the stars the planets and then on top of that they actually orbit in circles right so that represents infinity meaning no beginning no end right so that's how it is. There's no beginning, no end. This planet will be here forever, and it's been here forever. Okay, right? then let me— now, as far as, like you said about the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. stuff of that nature, you'll mm-hmm. see species disappear because the habitat that they inhabited disappeared mm-hmm. or something happened Right. To you, the vegetation went away or something like that. So that could happen to us. Right. But at the same time, if we wake up, hopefully, okay, because all we have to do is respect the earth. That That should be the main religion right there respect the earth respect your mother okay respect creation okay and stuff of that nature once you start doing that you'll start behaving different okay all this stuff we talk about about the the mental health and all this other nonsense a lot of i'm not gonna say i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say it's nonsense but it's an imbalance it's a a chemical balance of the brain and a lot of that
2: but charlie you can't have any of those things that you're talking about when you have to look at the food that we eat too Get the brother back on here. Okay, Charlie. Hello? Yeah. Here we go. Again. You can't have any of those the things that you're saying are are true, but you can't also have those if the food that we eat is poison. The water that we drink has been poisoned. The air that we breathe is poison. They say that a lot of us are breathing air that has plastic in it. So they're destroying the environment as we are speaking right now. Uh, but you're right though about um, everything is circular. And, and this is, and I was going to, I totally agree with you. Everything is circular because there is no, there is no beginning and ending, like you said, because time is not linear. Time is circular. Me. So if we, this is a, another subject here before we conclude this tonight. If we look at life as circular, as time is circular, then why do we, when i when we are physically gone in our bodies people believe that when a person is physically gone we call it death that they're gone actually in a, if 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 time if time is circular then we really don't die i'm not talking about reincarnation we going to come back as a dog or a bird no because we're humans we 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 have a higher frequency we operate on a higher frequency in spirit but what i'm saying is we've been conditioned to believe that there's a thing called death. I personally believe there is no such thing of it. You just leave the physical body, but your spirit still lives on. You're just not physically here for your loved ones to touch you and kiss you. And that's why people get upset because they can't touch you and feel you anymore. But you're actually not dead because your spirit lives on and you've all in if you have children, offspring, Well, guess what? Your offspring are nothing but a clone of yourself. Your DNA will be in them from generation to generation. So we've been conditioned in this concept of death. And religion also uses it it because they create this concept of you're going to die, you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. And I believe that those concepts have been created personally to socially control us and keep us in check. The reality is is that this concept of death is just that. It's a concept. Our idea of death is this body that we're not in anymore. But our life moves on. If you notice, um, you're right. Everything is circular in nature. When you look at trees, leaves, everything has circular patterns to it, which tells us that life doesn't end when we're no longer in these physical bodies that we enjoy being in at this moment that's a hard concept for people to, to to grasp because we've been so culturally conditioned that when a person's not physically here they're gone that means they're gone forever if you if no they're not their spirit is in you you are a living breathing embodiment of your father and mother because they embody what principles and values in you that you're living on um, brother, um, brother uh, Charlie, as we get close to conclusion, brother, what are your thoughts about some of the things I've said, or anything that you want to touch on? You, that was yeah, powerful uh, what you said. Well,
3: uh, you talking about the, uh, the climate change, is just everything you are talking about
2: here. Yeah, well, the climate change. I mean, you were hitting right on it. We hit on that pretty pretty heavy. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I am concerned about it because why I'm still in this physical body.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: I don't want to suffer in this physical body, uh, yeah. breathing all these toxins and in and, and, and the food that we're eating. There's so many things that are so messed up. And you know what's funny about this, brother Charlie? If you look it's at up. if you look at black people and people in general. Uh, who lived in the 1800s and all of that, their food was probably more health. Well, we know it. Their food was healthier than the food that we eat today because they didn't have chemicals in their food. They raised their food right off the land. They, they, They actually ate better than we're eating today. With all our technology, our computers, our flat screen televisions, our fancy apartments and homes, we don't even eat as good as people ate in the 1800s and maybe early 1900s. I'm talking about before they start putting pesticides on food, before people start going to markets, before people stop growing their own food and raising their own stock. Uh, I know it may sound crazy what I'm saying to some people, but I believe that they actually ate better than we did. They may not have had as much food as we got today,
3: right? But the quality,
2: quality, it's not about quantity. It's quality today no preservatives Yeah, right today we're too caught up in quantity but not quality mm-hmm. so brother you right. you you hit on some that was a good mark man that you hit on tonight man really great great mark great statements that you made um mm-hmm. i don't know uh charlie i just uh brother charlie i just think um <clears throat> we gotta wait and see we got It's a wait and see situation. What's going to happen politically? What's going to happen socially? What's going to happen to the climate change? But I do know that we should do whatever we can to prepare to, to, to protect ourselves and our family now. And if we can, it's very difficult to do it. Another thing that bothers me, Charlie, I want to ask your opinion on this is this whole thing. I think we talked about this once before, this whole thing about uh, seedless fruit. I watched a oh, video yeah. on YouTube where this sister brought a, uh, seedless watermelon and it mm-hmm. start leaking. She didn't even cut it open. The thing was leaking. Um, mm-hmm. this whole manipulation of our fruits. And I've always been taught that if you eat something GMO. that doesn't reproduce itself, a GMO don't eat that. That's Franken food, right? Um, I interviewed this brother who goes by the name, uh, uh, minister of health. And we were talking about these things and, you, I think you said this to me one time before, too. You know, they're trying to do everything they can to keep you from being able to buy seeds to grow your food yep. at home that will re- reproduce a seed. Speak on that, brother.
3: Yeah, well, you know, they, they are doing that. I mean, you see everything seedless all of a sudden, and, and uh, I, I'm sure everybody heard of GMOs, genetically modified organisms. You got Monsanto in the big agribusiness, people they, they bought out the seeds and everything and um you know so it, there's been a whole long thing in that. and that's what we have to guard on you know to try to get away from that seedless stuff you know because uh, like i said you're supposed to have seeds you know it's good to have it and plus to have those seeds you can plant it yourself and you know a lot of those seeds and stuff even like like watermelon for instance those black seeds in the watermelon come to find out uh they actually uh help against cancer and stuff. So, of course, I know we was taught to kind of spit them out, but some of those seeds, if they ingest it, it, could actually help. They have uh enzymes, whether to actually fight against cancer and stuff of that nature. Yeah. Right?
2: Remember I was so, talking uh, to you, remember I was telling you about the B-17 vitamin? Well, no, the B-17, you can't buy a B-17 vitamin on the market because the pharmaceutical companies won't allow it because B-17 has properties in it that fight off cancers. So the way you can get it in your system is that you get apricot seeds. Everybody, everybody out there, hear me out. If you go out and buy apricot seeds, which have B17 in it, uh, apricot seeds are very appugnant. They don't taste good. You have to crush it up, put it in your salad. You got to mix it up with something that has flavor. Uh, Okay. If you take uh, apple seeds and you eat apple seeds, That will get you B-17. If you take a cranberry, get cranberries in you. There's other ways you can get it in you. But the thing is, the pharmaceutical companies will not, they will not make it in a uh, pill form for you because they know that it has healing properties when it comes to cancer. And they make their most money off of having you. There's no cure in, there's no money in the cure. There's money in just giving you something to make you live with it, right? There's and treat you yeah, treat you yeah there's money in treatment until you die of course but there's no money in giving you a cure such as like for example no. when you look at the common cold you have to ask yourself how in the hell can they not uh, cure the common cold well i'll tell you why most of you when you go to the your, go to the store what's the most sold medicine across the counter or no off the shelf it's cold medicines okay benadryl pseudoquad pseudo this um You know, there's all these cold medicine stuff. He knows night medicine, day medicine, all kind of, you know, shit on the damn toilet medicine. Okay, (laughs) all this stuff is money making. So there is no cure in coming up with a pill that could make you never have a cold anymore because there's too much money in cold medicine and that's where they're making a lot of their dollars. There is economics in making sure that you stay sick. I believe in chemtrails. I know people say that's conspiracy theories. Those chemtrails. No, sure. Why are they doing why are they doing that up there? Have you ever asked yourself, folks, why is it that you got planes in the sky pumping out all those chemicals in the sky like that? Why are they doing that? Is it to help the environment? I ask the question. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, you know, like I said, they, they want to sick man. They, they they definitely want to sick. that you know, like you said, that pharmaceutical it is a big corporation. You know,
2: right? They really are, right? Yeah. Well, Charlie. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, Charlie, brother, I like the conversation, man. I, I I know we're we're gonna see eye to eye on some stuff, some stuff we're not. Hey, that's just the way it is sometimes. Some, we're going to have differences because we all have different experiences. And I understand that you work with various different groups at the ground level. You, As you said, you work with people who are being oppressed uh, and occupied um, by, you know, all the craziness of society. I do believe what you're saying, that white supremacy, the, uh, the racism, the hatred, all this stuff that's going on today is to our detriment. It is to the detriment. Um, You know, none of us created this. Uh, No, I certainly didn't. I was born here. And when we came in the world, we didn't come in the world expecting all of this. We just have to deal with it, I I guess. Uh, But, uh, Charlie, you got any last words before we, uh, I'm going to get ready to end the podcast and the live stream tonight, but you got any last words, brother? I'm going to bring you back, too, for other conversations, too, brother.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess my last words is just you know just kind of uh, keep on keeping on, keep your head up. Uh, all these things are happening basically because they're actually and I know it sounds weird, but it's actually weakness on the other part.
1: Mm-hmm. For
3: somebody to go out of their way to make you feel uncomfortable, make you feel like anywhere you go uh, you can be harassed or something happened to you. They want you to be nervous at all times, and I, you know what you do is don't let that happen. You live your life the way you live your life always don't let nobody have you all stressed out uh they want you to have high blood pressure and diabetes wherever they can get you based on stress and, and, and trauma and that's that's what they trying to do but they're doing it because they're scared and nobody would do that if they if they didn't see it as a threat and so I, I just say to everybody keep on keeping on do every, whatever you can do to deal with you know the, the trauma i i would suggest uh um, and this is just not black people, but I'm we talking to a black eye. So, black people, if you can learn a little yoga or something where you can kind of meditate, you know what I mean, or, or find a way to relax.
2: Okay, Charlie. And, uh, because, now I'm going to ask yeah, you. That. I'm going to ask you this. I'm glad you brought that up. You brought you gave one solution, yoga. Are there other solutions that you would like to give the people out there listening? that can help people to relax and deal with some of the stress that we deal with. And this is, you, you, you have some other suggestions before you, before we go.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the main thing. Uh, just try to get into some kind of uh, yoga. You don't have to be a Buddhist or nothing, but just, just learn, you know, how to, how to sit and meditate. Mm-hmm. And uh, because what you want to do is, is, is uh, you definitely want to slow your heartbeat down. You don't want your heart beating all uh crazy this and that you don't want your pulse way out there so just learn to breathe deeply inhale exhale inhale exhale okay and keep calm uh because we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna get through this okay. all right that's all I gotta say
2: well I've been told that I think a lot of people should try this too you know let's say sometimes you come home from work or come home from a long day and uh get yourself relaxed take a nice shower And then uh, set in your favorite chair, whether it's your couch or chair, whether it be in your room or living room, or go to a room where you don't have electronic gadgets. Turn your phone off. Get away from the television and computer. Get away from the areas in your house that are putting out these frequencies because these computers that we're using, even when I'm YouTubing, they give out the frequencies that may not be the best for you. So get away from those unnatural frequencies because there's natural frequencies in the earth that are being bombarded from these unnatural frequencies that humans have created. Go somewhere, get away from that and sit and meditate. Get your mind clear of all these things and breathe nice and easy and come in t- go, become in tune with your heart, your mind, your spirit and listen to your body listen to how you feel, meditate, vibrate. Some people say when they do this, they astral project. Some people do uh sun gazing, things of that nature. Get in, do any and everything you can to uh, relax and meditate your spirit. Because the things that we talked about, about racism, how that impacts us mentally, the environment being so cra- being so jacked up with poisons in it, the food that we eat, We got to we got to do something that to heal our spirit and do the best you can to buy the most healthiest food that you can, given that we don't know everything about the food. But do the best you can, if you can, to get the best healthy food that you can in thoughts. So with that said, uh, Brother Charlie, thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate you being here uh you know the conversation we were getting into a lot of different things some things we disagree some things we agree that's life that's how it goes but i'm glad that you are here i want to thank everybody in the audience we've got brother aduvian queen maya is in the house bt cru reality uh is in the house CRU's in the house brother aduvian robin the real uh girl wonder a uh, silky bb scratcher sisters in the house ty uh Tyrese is in the house cap py2 is in the house good to see you here brother good to see all of you who have come in in this unpromptu live stream and podcast tonight and those of you that are listening in spreaker um apple podcast um all of it out there google podcast soundcloud iHeartRadio radio podcast those of you that will listen to this on the on the Uh, on those platforms later on down the line when I port it over there. Thank you. Uh, Make sure you share this video, share the podcast. I appreciate Brother uh, Charlie being here. He is an activist on the streets. Salute to that, Brother. I got to give him a clap and everything like that. So thank you, Brother, for being here. Good night.
3: Good
2: night. All right. All right, that's Brother Charlie that was here with us tonight. I want to thank you all for coming in once again. Take care. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Maybe I'll live stream tomorrow. Who knows? I got the time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Share the live stream. I know that some of you agree with what Brother Charlie was saying, and some of you disagree with some of the things he was saying. And that's okay. That's the way things are in life. We can't all, we're not going to all agree about the same things. Okay. Certainly you could tell that I was pushing the agenda as related to black people. And I'm not going to stop pushing that agenda because um, I'm black and I'm, I can see the impact that things that are happening in this society, how it impacts my people. I know things impact people in general, but as far as we're concerned, (laughs) I must keep my integrity and say that I must um, always defend what is in the best interest of our people. So everybody out there, I want you to understand that I'm going to always be in our best interest. I thank you again. This is the information man, uh, show in podcast. I appreciate it. Everybody have a good night and, uh, and be well.
4: White
1: House information man podcast. podcast. Information, information is power. Is power. Tell, Tell the truth.
4: The truth. I'm not gonna say his name. In the White House i even to say his f- name. Information Man Podcast can be heard on nine major platforms, on the second YouTube channel as well. Information
1: Man Speaks Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. Information Information is is
3: power. Tell the truth.
1: You are listening to the Information Man Podcast. podcast.